0: time for a regular episode if you didn't listen to uh the bonus episode that we just released you should go back and listen to it if you're not a pearl jam fan before you listen to it you'll be a pearl jam fan by the end i promise yes and if not it's it's um kind of a uh what's it called um like cliff's notes version to pearl jam songs that you should listen to so (laughs) we uh We'll, we'll give you the top few songs of the roughly, what, 120 Pearl Jam songs <laughs> from studio albums. Man, when you think of it like that, that's a lot. 11 albums, 11 or 12 per album. Yeah. That's a lot of songs.
1: And then all the B-sides. B-sides and I'll, Lost
0: Dogs. And... I'm, like, I'm
1: always fascinated at how many songs we haven't heard.
0: Yeah, yeah. They
1: have hours and hours and hours of tape of just songs that we'll never hear.
0: Yep, yep. That are probably better than a lot of other things, a lot of better stuff than a lot of other bands are releasing. Right. But, oh well. All right, so uh, everything going okay? Coronavirus, you're, you're holding up okay? You're not contagious? Holding, well, I mean, up. I don't, well, know if wait, you, you well, don't know if you're contagious. For the or...
1: record, I don't have the coronavirus because it being, it being contagious kind of hints that I have it. So that,
0: that's so, right. Yeah, I don't, we have no confirmation that have, you or I, I, I have coronavirus. coronavirus.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> yes, I mean, um, I
0: could have phrased that better,
1: right? Once again, <laughs> like, uh, when we left, uh, left off last Thursday, still. Working, still doing my thing. Um, but pretty much the only, um, you know, I work, I come home, and that's about it. I do make trips to the grocery store. Um,
0: Everybody's got to make trips to the grocery store. Everybody's got to eat.
1: Well, I mean, part of me thinks I'm making too many trips to the grocery store because <laughs> you know, I'm eating a lot of. Fresh food, sorta. Um, yeah, but um, so no, I think you... a lot of what I buy is fruit, though. So yeah, uh, um, no, I can't. I don't know. I mean, I obviously I could just eat soup, m- mac and cheese, and potato chips, and
0: yeah, be a breakfast of, chan- lunch of champions, man. Right. Um, there's no reason you can't just have Chef Boyardee feed right. you for. Th- However long.
1: Did you so did you grow up on Chef Boyardi? Like so
0: I don't think so. Spaghettios, yeah, but I don't think that's Chef Boyardi. Is it? That's
1: uh Franco American, I think. Franco, yeah. I
0: mean it's the same thing. Probably. Yeah,
1: so but, I it is. But we never really ate that stuff. And I remember eating it at a friend's house for the first time, and I was Maybe, maybe I was a foodie back then, but I was appalled. (laughs) I I was,
0: I was was never appalled. I, I, uh, I remember liking the SpaghettiOs with meatballs and the SpaghettiOs with hot dogs. Right. Um, all in all that stuff. I, I always think it's funny where like, you know, I'll make I'll make homemade mac and cheese, you right. know, and go go through the effort of like making a roux and getting some good cheese and building it, building flavors and all this stuff, and like, and it, it just will not be as as popular as like craft shells and cheese. Well, yeah,
1: <laughs> or- I mean the box mac and cheese is so awesome, and I you no, know, I also like box mashed
0: potatoes. <laughs> like. Well, we talked about the box mashed potatoes yeah. before. They are so good. But yeah, box mac yeah. and cheese is be good too.
1: And so it's not that, you know, our mom cooked everything, but, yeah. but she wasn't, I mean, we had processed foods just like anybody else. We yeah. had hamburger helper, blah, 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 but... For some reason, like canned pasta was outlawed in her house. I have no clue why. So so I n- never had it until I was at a friend's house. And I remember vi- vividly, it was actually the, the Chef Bernardi ravioli. Uh-huh. And, and I kept thinking, I was like, I, I don't know if I can finished this shit. Like yeah. you, you fucking eat this. Like I'm looking at you, not you, but my friend, and I'm like, right. you're fucking enjoying this. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> but I mean that's what they had and that's cool. And right. I mean, you know, I ate a bunch of shit that I shouldn't have been eating. But yeah, can canned, canned pasta has never been my thing.
0: Yeah. Well years ago, um on America's test kitchen, they had a recipe for, um, homemade SpaghettiOs Mm -hmm. and, you know, my kids were, you know, five or six years younger than they are now. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to make this. They're going to love it. And I made it. And like, I thought it was delicious, but they, they, they couldn't care less. (laughs) Like they, they were just like, what's this, this isn't the pasta that we're used to. Like where, you know, where's the, Where's the powdered cheese that goes on top of it? But um.
1: so so speaking of homemade. So earlier, now a couple weeks ago, I wanted to make uh, old bay seasoned oyster crackers. Okay, And, and I love old bay's. When I'm out in like hipster bars, they'll have like old bays fries and they always disappoint me uh-huh. because there's not enough old bays uh on the fries or the chips. Okay. Yeah. You know, they taste okay, but I'm always wanting more old bays. And so I found this recipe two weeks ago through weeks ago but it uh um but it was at the height of the kind of panic and i went to i went to the store to buy oyster crackers and they were fucking wiped out um but then what's that
0: I was going to say, that's one of the annoying things that's happening right now is just the like random things that are wiped out.
1: Yeah, I think so. So I went to Strax earlier today and I went to Whole Foods yesterday and pretty much like Strax today had pretty much everything except toilet paper and paper towels, which I mean, I it's just like. No, I really don't expect those to be there now, anyway. Right. But like everything else was there. Um, I mean, all the ramen choices. I walked up by the ramen aisle. They had a bunch of cheese soups, whatever, oatmeal, um, and Whole Foods. Um, when I went there yesterday, they were. Uh, not that I was, I was looking, but they're wiped out of their, like, nut section. The, yeah. Like, the, like, bagged nuts for, like, salads, like, sliced almonds and shit.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs>
1: totally fucking wiped.
0: I went to, to Whole Foods, uh, one day last week for, I just wanted, like, a slice of pizza. hmm They... The pizza place was closed, so they didn't have any of that. But I walked down the frozen food aisle, and mm-hmm. it was, like, completely wiped out. There right. were, like, five things in the in the freezers. I was just like, holy cow. Like, I cannot believe how insane some of this stuff is. Right. I mean, uh, I would think it would have to be getting better soon because everybody's got so much. Like, how much food are you people eating?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's people hoarding. Uh, yeah possibly
0: Um, and
1: hey um i get it i think with the whole hoarding thing the positive side of me is thinking people are hoarding because they don't want to go out again Mm -hmm. um and that's good but that may not be the case but i'm trying to think positive
0: it could just be that everybody's just shoving tons of food in their face. And everybody's, you know, everybody's going right. to gain 15 pounds during this.
1: Eating supper. and eating. Yeah, But there's like weird shit that's missing also. I mean, yeah. there's like <clears throat> um, whole foods, the like flour is wiped out. The sh- yeah. sugar is wiped out. But um people are baking in the panic
0: (laughs) yeah but that wasn't happening the first couple days because i remember when it first started i went in there and like a lot of the shelves were wiped out but the baking aisle was like pristine right and it seems like you know after a few days everybody's like well if i'm gonna die i at least want to die with some sweets in my face right
1: yeah so yeah i mean even even yesterday um the um jars of lemon juice and lime juice were pretty thin yeah um
0: yeah i i who knows i don't know i i've been making a conscious effort to not go overboard on on eating and you know um intermittent fasting <laughs> kind of not right. formally but just like okay i i i cannot eat for you know 18 hours here cuz it's just getting out of control
1: right um but but hanging back to the old bay's oyster crab oh yeah right? i'm sorry so, so i finally uh made them today and my like m- need is to to have more old bay so Recipe calls for like, I don't know, like one fucking tablespoon. I put two or three tablespoons. Yeah, um, I put on extra oil because I don't, I don't fucking care what anybody says. Oil is good. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs>
1: vegetable this goes back oil, vegetable no. oil is good. I know there, there's all these trans fats in it. Whatever the fucking theory is, vegetable <laughs> oil is good. <laughs> okay? Sunflower oil tastes good, okay? It's going to give you a heart attack, but like anything, if it's consumed in moderation and you move, you're going to be okay, okay? If you drink bottles of this shit and sit on your ass, it's going to kill you. So, I feel confident that I'll be okay. Um, So, so I uh, mix this shit up, I bake it, and um, I'm. Um, it's baking at like 350. Okay, I take them out, and this goes to common sense, which sometimes I don't have. <laughs> so one, one, one person knows. Actually, every knowledgeable person person knows. If you take something right out of the oven and you touch it right away, it's probably going to burn you because it's still fucking hot. Not me. The, <laughs> I was so anxious to taste one of these crackers that I, in a five-second period, I pulled this conversation in, in my, uh, my head. So, there were crackers that were laying on top of of each other. So, the logic I had was, okay, if this cracker isn't touching the pan, it's on top of another one, it can't be as hot. So, I found one of these and I picked it up and it wasn't that hot. I was like, Oh, okay. Your, th- your theory is correct. Okay. And I put it in my m- mouth and my theory came crashing down. <laughs> I had to spit this cracker out. It burned. There's a white, there's a white spot on my tongue. Now oh, God, <laughs> where the skin is singed off. I, um, Immediately was drinking water and then took a laying ice cube because because it's not going to melt right away. Because <laughs> that's how so- good laying ice <laughs> I took this blank ice cream and put it in my mouth. Did it make your mouth happy? And it made my mouth very happy. <laughs> Talk about the ultimate advertisement! That <laughs> laying ice will not also make your drink happy and your and your mouth happy. It will make your mouth happy when you fucking burn it. <laughs> so, w- with all that said, the fucking crackers suck. <laughs> they're fucking terrible. They're, I, I think I might have put too much old Bay. they're they're super salty, which which I love salt, but the extra old bays burning my mouth afterwards is totally not worth it. They fucking suck. <laughs>
0: But I'll tell you what one teaspoon was enough.
1: No. I put fucking three tablespoons of fucking old bays. But but what doesn't suck is laying ice because my tongue feels so much better.
0: That's hilarious! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good lord! There you go. (laughs) Old Bay seasoning.
1: Old Bay seasoning. Oh god, it's so awesome on seafood, but on is that
0: is that what the um? (laughs) I can't even think. What is that? What the the um? Uh, red lobster biscuits that everybody loves are is that old bay seasoning um, no that's cheddar biscuits or something yeah isn't it? yeah yeah
1: now never- i've had um spaltines with old b- bays on them and it tasted awesome but i yeah. you know obviously i fucked up i fucked it up <laughs>
0: You just try it, try again and back off the old bays a little bit.
1: I think so. Well, I mean, I did add salt also.
0: Yeah, maybe that was, is there salt in old bays?
1: I don't know. I have to look. Yeah. Probably because I love salt and, um, yeah, I probably put too much salt on them.
0: <laughs> Man. Well, that's quite an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to, you'll, you'll have to perfect that recipe and report back to us. I will. I will. Um, I made my own crackers years ago, like saltine crackers. Okay. I've never made anything that was more effort for as little reward as, (laughs) is making your own saltine crackers. Like, not that it's that much effort, but like at the end, you just have a saltine cracker. Which right. is, I mean, you just open, I love saltine crackers. I eat them all the time, but like, there's no need to make your own saltine crackers. So if you were thinking about it, don't do it. Just, just buy some saltine crackers. They're going to be just as good as homemade because they're so simple. You can't improve upon them. There's nothing you can, I mean, unless you put just the right amount of old base seasoning on it, <laughs> maybe it'll work. But That's
1: a life lesson uh, if there I've ever go. heard one.
0: Yeah. But you made it with oyster crackers, right? I did,
1: and and I've made oyster crackers with that like powdered um, ranch dressing, um, oh, yeah. hidden Hidden Valley. Those are like crack. I mean, they're really, are they? yeah, they're, yeah, really good recipe. And um, oyster
0: crackers alone, like I'll, I'll buy oyster crackers and we'll, we'll go through an entire bag of oyster crackers in a day here. Like if, if I leave them out or if I just put like, let the kids know that I have them like they'll, it's just so good to just grab a handful of oyster crackers. And if I mix those suckers with chocolate chips and oyster crackers and chocolate chips, oh man, that's a million dollar snack right there. Do it up any, any kid, any. Any anybody with taste buds will like oyster crackers with chocolate chips. The chocolate
1: and salt.
0: Chocolate and salt. You can't go wrong. Chocolate man. and
1: salt. That's probably That's probably one of the only times I like chocolate is with salt. So yeah. I can yeah. eat that.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. Um the only bad thing is like you're gonna go back like fifty times to have more because it's So good. All right. Well, I I have. We should just end the episode right here because it's not going to get any better than. (laughs) But that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's uh, under promise and over deliver, I guess, is what we're going to do now. So, um, all right. Where, Where do you stand on Bigfoot?
1: Bigfoot? Yeah. The monster truck or the mythological beast?
0: <laughs> well, I, I forgot about the monster truck. <laughs> the monster truck. Where do you stand on Bigfoot the monster <laughs> truck? Do you have a position on Bigfoot the monster truck? Or are you more of a uh, gravedigger digger? Guy? I'm going to
1: take Bigfoot over grave digger any fucking day of the week.
0: Yeah, I, I don't even... Are there any other ones? Bigfoot, Gravedigger? I, I, I don't know. I don't
1: know. I, right, uh, we're going
0: with Bigfoot every day of the week and twice on Sundays, Bigfoot. Right. So, now, um, how about the animal?
1: Well, I... <laughs> are you uh, asking me based on, like, scientific evidence? Are you asking me if I believe in Bigfoot? Or...
0: I don't know what I'm asking you. I'm just... I I can't imagine that you're not going to have something funny to say about <laughs> Bigfoot is really what it is.
1: Okay, so... Okay. I... Well, I'm pretty sure that they debunked that, like, 1960s film that we've all seen with the Bigfoot, yeah. like, walking away. It's just some... Fucking asshole's uncle in a fucking monkey suit. Um,
0: yeah, our our, uh, our our um Facebook friend Greg, okay, um, who's at, from the museum. Mm-hmm. He was born on the day that that that, that footage was taken. Okay, so he always he always feels a connection with that. Right, but yeah, it, like the <laughs> Patterson film or something. Like right, that. yeah, it, it, I, I think it's. I, I think most Bigfoot stuff has been debunked.
1: So, I am you, you know I I'm pretty skeptical of of anything and everybody,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but there's a place in my heart for mythological shit. So, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. I mean, would it be out of the realm of of a possibility that there's something like? Prehistoric out there walking around, right? Possibly. I mean, birds are out there, and b- birds are just flying. Fucking dinosaurs, right? Really? Yeah. So
0: well, well, I saw this. I saw this article today about um uh I, some scientific thing. I can't the the null N U L L principle mm-hmm. or theories. I don't know something about how so much of science isn't about proving things; it's things it's about disproving things Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and how
1: the the no hypothesis
0: yeah right Right. you can't disprove that bigfoot exists right like nobody can say no he doesn't exist without a doubt all you can say is like no we haven't found him but that doesn't mean he doesn't exist I personally think that he probably does not exist. I think we would have found him, but man, I I, like from a like logical point of view, that's, that's my, that's my opinion. But like from a, just like romantic, like, wouldn't that be awesome point of view? Hell yeah. Like he, he could be out there, especially Ben used to love this show that was on discovery channel. I think, um, it was a Bigfoot hunting show. I, I can't remember the name of it. But like these guys were like serious about like, you know, they would go different places where people thought they that they saw Bigfoot and they would, you know, cert quote search for them and this one dude had like this hellacious Bigfoot call that he that he would always do. And like when my Can son you was imitate
1: real- it for us? Huh? Can you imitate it for us?
0: No, I cannot. <laughs> Thanks for asking. You're <laughs> awesome. But, but um, Ben, my son, when we would when he was really into it, and we would like go to the park, or especially like if we would go hiking somewhere, he would he would just stop and do it. Yeah. And people would be like, "What the hell's wrong with that kid? He's like making this crazy sound." <laughs> we never saw a Bigfoot though so i i don't know i don't i don't think uh i i'd like to give it a chance but i don't know if it's uh if there's anything there or not
1: yeah i don't know i mean is that like what are what is more believable uh bigfoot or or uh or the loch ness monster
0: I would say Bigfoot because Loch Ness Monster is in a confined space. So, like, you can can search the entire Loch Ness and say, okay, there's no monster in there. Yeah. But, like, Bigfoot could be anywhere. Just because he's not in, like, Oregon doesn't mean he's not in Maine or in the hills of Georgia or something, you know? To
1: me, I I think it's Loch Ness because of the... I don't know. It just seems more believable that <laughs> <laughs> there's some some fucking weird sea serpent in the body of water this lock in Scotland. <laughs> hey, actually, I have no man, clue what the fuck a lock. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man our listeners have to think that we're the biggest (laughs) idiots
1: right Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Just newsflash. Um, Well, speaking of Bigfoot, this, this is a good segue into another topic here. If people are at home, you have time to kill. I'm sure some people are like sitting in front of the television. If you want to find a good family film to watch, watch Harry and the Hendersons. (laughs) like 1987 probably John Lithgow right. runs over Bigfoot and brings him home it's so freaking fantastic do you remember that movie
1: uh, uh yes i do i never watched it
0: though oh man you you should you should check I it out it's, do it's remember a great it. family movie but um do you have other uh other viewing recommendations
1: so for-
0: <laughs> yes I do
1: <laughs> this is an interesting topic so so I watched this t- 10 part documentary called uh, Hitler's uh, S- Circle of Evil
0: so yeah that's
1: <laughs> on the
0: same plane <laughs> so, <laughs> as Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> so hang on a
1: second so
0: Are you sure you know what I'm asking for here, Brian?
1: (laughs) So I determined last week, and I determined last week that I don't know enough about World War II as I should.
0: Yeah. There's a lot there
1: like i sat there th- thinking like okay i mean everybody knows i'm a fucking genius but <laughs> there're just a few areas that i'm lacking in and uh, and as i was sitting there I, right right and as uh, as i was pontificating i i thought you know i really you no know, i don't know a lot about World War Two. I know who won, obviously, and I know what led up to it, but I don't know a lot of the like intricate things happening. And I've always, always avoided it because of the, I think the the how horrible it was,
0: right? Kind of yeah.
1: this like fear, and and um, I've been kind of reluctant to tell people i've been watching it because when you say like hitler it's like oh it's like really really fucking bad yeah like it's bad stuff but i just felt like i needed to to educate myself and whether a documentary was the best way to go i think i'll start reading up on it also but i just needed a base i i
0: Right,
1: I had a base, but I just didn't feel like it was enough. And I right. did the research on this documentary. The historians are legit people, and so I watched Hitler's Circle of Evil, and it's very—I—I uh, I, I found it eye, eye-opening, and I'm sure, yeah, it's very fucked up, and
0: yeah.
1: um no, I didn't. Re- the, the like odd, the like odd thing is this like c- circle of evil, which was obviously Hitler, Goebbels, Göring, um, Hess, Bormann, all all these assholes, all yeah. these fucking sick fucks. Yeah, they all hated each other. Actually, and it was this huge soap opera, and and, yeah. uh, and like ha- had this like soap opera not happened, it just makes you think if all these horrible things would have happened. So right. that's yeah. kind of what I've been watching. It's not uh, as uh, uplifting as Harry and the Henderson. <laughs> there really is no laughing while you're watching this. Yeah, but,
0: yeah, but sure. uh,
1: that's what I'm I've sure. been working on. Yeah, so I just finished it the other day. So
0: man, well, good job. Way to way to not take the uh, you know the fluff TV and way to way to dive into it.
1: Right, right. I thought, yeah. So and now, yeah. I mean, I've (laughs) it's one of those things, and I'm pretty sure I talked to you uh, uh, uh about this probably like 17 years ago i wanted to know more on the revolutionary war
0: oh yeah i remember talking about and that
1: and i <laughs> 17 years later i still haven't gotten around to it yeah. but yeah. the point is that i need to and uh, and yeah and in my increase in spare time with what's happening now um, right you know, I feel like the, this is a time where I can l- kind of push myself and l- learn and so, yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah. So. Well, Hitler and I share a birthday, April twentieth. Yes, I mean a- when a- I
1: saw Hitler, I thought about you. I really don't know if, if that's a good association. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, that's probably not the not the
1: that best Brett thing. has the same ideology. It's just no, 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 no. no, no, no birthday no, 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 is no. on April twentieth, and
0: yeah, you know, I mean everybody, everybody joked about twenty birthday is cool or whatever. Right, but right. The the one thing that I will say, you know, sharing a birthday with Hitler, it doesn't matter what I do in my life, I will always not be the worst person born on April twentieth.
1: <laughs> Correct.
0: that's covered so i don't have to worry at least i don't have to worry about that right Uh, but yeah that's that's uh i i don't think i'll dive into that but that's some i'm sure there's pretty horrible stuff there but on on a lighter note my kids and i have been watching this show another kids another great family show which i think if you actually i think if you watch this you would like it too this it's 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 The kind of show that I wish existed when we were kids, because it's so like, um, it has this kind of like eerie, like sci-fi, like fantastic, like adventure thing to it.
1: Star Trek? Huh? Star Trek?
0: (laughs) No, it's about three kids they just growing up on this street uh it's an amazon original series called gordimer gibbons and normal and life on normal street or something gordimer gibbons
1: okay
0: it's an amazon original series and it's just these kids like every episode something like kind of supernatural happens and they have to like figure out what's actually going on and it it's the sort of like. Do you remember in one of the first episodes, I was talking about how like I I want to find like summer camp movies where kids are just like having fun and like doing like outdoorsy um, stuff and. Not is Friday
1: the uh, the thirteenth,
0: then <laughs> yeah, like how Kevin Bacon gets stabbed and when he's laying in that bed from underneath by Jason,
1: right. something
0: a little bit more wholesome than that, right? But, I mean, it, it's not a camp movie. But it it is like, you know, just kids having fun in the neighborhood. And it's if you have kids, I guarantee this is a show that both the kids and the parents will like. It's not it's not scary or anything, but it's my my kids and I have watched, um, I don't know, 10 or 15 episodes of it. And it's one of those things that you just sit down and you're like, okay, let's watch another. Let's watch another. It's it's really good. So. Gordimer Gibbons and Life on Normal Street on Amazon. Check it out. You okay. should check it out even though even though it's geared towards kids. I guarantee. Okay. Like the Hardy Boys. Like you'll read a Hardy Boys book every now and then, right? God
1: damn it. Oh man. I We've talked about it earlier. The Hardy Boys,
0: Franklin W. Dixon, man. You
1: no, know, I still think that I'm like Frank Hardy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You think you are Frank Hardy?
1: At times, yeah. I mean, I can solve crimes and be as suave as Frank Hardy.
0: What's the other one's name? Joe. Frank and Joe, okay. Joe's a hothead.
1: (laughs) Joe's a year younger than Frank. And he's blonde. And Frank has brown hair, which I have brown hair. Joe's a hothead. (laughs)
0: I can't be Joe because Joe's a hothead. (laughs) I like angry songs. I I know. I don't like people, but Joe's a hothead. I can't be Joe.
1: I got a little Joe in me, okay?
0: But but it's okay. But you're mostly Frank.
1: (laughs) I'm Frank Hardy. Okay.
0: (laughs) I'm glad we have that cleared up.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh, man. all right um read some hardy boys books too while while we're not not you brian i mean the listeners that that'll that'll do your heart some good and it'll yeah
1: i actually so so i own tons of hardy boys books but they're from the 50s and i went on this kick a few years ago and I ordered because what they'll do, what they did was they <clears throat> they they re-released them and edited for the like current generation. So okay. they um, actually started I believe in 1927 or 28 and then they re- they re-released them in the I think late forties, early fifties. So that's what we were reading. Um, right. Were the mid nineteen fifties ones, which um, didn't really relate to the eighties all that much. But I mean, it worked.
0: Yeah, except um, for when Joe. Except for when Joe let his anger out.
1: <laughs> right. Well. <laughs> That was in the Hardy Boys case files in, like, the late 80s, early 90s. So, back in the 1950s ones, people weren't getting killed. I mean, it was all, like, good, clean fun. I mean, (laughs) there would be a roofie, there would be a possible, like... There'd be a kidnapping.
0: <laughs> in the 1950s. Yeah.
1: What? I swear that there were roofies, that drugs, <laughs> <at a> rave, <laughs> somebody <dropped> somebody. <laughs> Joe was fucking roofing everybody back then in the 50s. <laughs> but there were roofies, kidnappings, death threats, but like people were killed. It was like basically at the end, it was. You no, know, I. <laughs> would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you kids. So, but then, but, but in the late 80s, early 90s to update shit, they had the Hardy Boys case files. That's when people, it's the fucking death toll in a Hardy Boys book just increased. People were <laughs> getting shot, stabbed, or blown up. Um, in uh, in the first one, okay, uh, in the first Hardy Boys case file, which I have <laughs> um Joe, a little selection here. Ryan? I have which Joe's girlfriend uh,
0: gets rupeed. <laughs>
1: Iola Morton gets blown up in a fucking Car bomb! Oh my god! Yeah, totally fucking gets blown up in a car bomb, which throws Joe into this like mental anguish. But then they like the case piles is a killing spree. So, <laughs> so uh, if you want good, clean, wholesome. Wholesome fun. Go to the '50s version if you want. Like Born Identity, where people are getting (laughs) got stabbed and blown up. Go to the case files. (laughs) Obviously, anybody our age probably isn't reading this. this
0: Can can I? Can I point out? Yeah, he said, "Clean, wholesome fun about people being." (laughs) <laughs> well,
1: yeah. Well,
0: There's a little bit of a disconnect there.
1: Well, I mean, for well, it was always that they woke up. It wasn't ever <laughs> like Ch- Chet Morton woke up and his b- butthole was hurting. It was all just like <laughs> they woke up and they were groggy. I mean, it wasn't wasn't that big of a deal back then. Now, in the case files, that probably would have happened. So there probably would have been organ harvesting after a repeat (laughs) or some kind of bad insertions.
0: (laughs) Bad (laughs) insertions.
1: Gee, what the hell is wrong with you? Hey, me? I'm not writing this shit. It's fucking Franklin W. Dixon.
0: Franklin W. Dixon,
1: yeah, I know. (laughs) know. (laughs) Who, I mean, is writing some fucked up shit for being over 100 years
0: old. Yeah, I know. He's like 120 (laughs) now, (laughs) right? He started these back in the 1920s. He's still trying them out. (laughs) Franklin W. Dixon. (laughs) Oh man. All right. Well Hardy Boys. I hope that's part of e learning for everybody. It is. <laughs> that's great. <clears throat> all right. Um that, where where do we go from there? I don't know. Uh all right. So I, I've um I want I want your opinion on some things here. Okay? Oh absolutely. Yeah. Do you have opinions? Lots of them. (laughs) All right. So I, uh, I, I'm, I'm moving to a new place. Yeah. I, I got the, the, I'm supposed to move in April 1st, but the landlord gave me the keys, um, a few days ago. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he texts me the other day and he's like, Hey, I'm going to be done at 10 AM. You can start moving your stuff. in." So I started moving some stuff in tonight and, um, you know out of my storage so i got i i got this um this two-bedroom house and it's got no garage but it has and it has like no like real storage like space to it but Mm -hmm. i have this storage unit and i'm like i'm not going to keep a storage unit while i have this house so i want to empty my storage unit and get all my crap into this house so i start Bringing all my crap into like transporting it from the storage unit to the house tonight, and I gotta get rid of some shit. It occurred to me, like, what? Why am I holding on to some of this stuff? Like, I have so many books. Yes, that I've read like two percent of mm-hmm. and like you want you want to learn about World War II books. I got World War II books like crazy, and I read like one of them.
1: You're my that guy I have, then. I, I,
0: I have all in like what why am I keeping this stuff? Like so I, I don't and like clothes. I have clothes that I literally have not worn in like five or six years that mm-hmm. are just like in a bin that are like you know ranging of like like a 50 pound range that like you know hopefully some of these clothes I'm never going to fit into again because I'm not going to get back up there or and, and like CD cases I'm I, not exaggerating I probably have 200 CD cases should I even keep those? are the
1: uh, CD cases empty?
0: I don't know some of them I think are, but some of them aren't. Yeah, but why am I keep like even if the CDs are in them? I have streaming music now. What the hell am I going to keep a CD for? Like, I think I'm I'm only going to keep like the really relevant ones that like have art that in it that right. like so, the case that I want.
1: So I'm probably the wrong person to ask on the whole CD thing because I've kept all my CDs. Um I have all my records, and I use iTunes. Um, I don't stream music. Um, yeah. I don't, that's a whole other topic on why I don't stream music.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's not great for the artists. Pandora
1: and what? I, yeah. There's a couple of reasons why I don't, but without getting into it, I I don't know. The whole CD thing. I mean, if you're, yeah, if they're relevant and you still like them, keep them. If you're not really listening to them, then get rid of them. I mean,
0: I'm at the point now, I literally have nothing that will even play CDs. Yeah. Like, I guess if I get a DVD player, I can play them on there. Does your
1: car have a CD player? No. Okay.
0: My car doesn't have a CD player. Mine
1: has one, oddly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean... It's a, I don't have a stereo. My laptop doesn't have a CD player. I
1: think you should get a CD player for your stereo. I think your... What I'm picturing is is um, this um, two-tower speaker system with a subwoofer and a receiver and turntable and a CD player.
0: That's what you're picturing in my house, yeah. Uh-huh. Next to like no furniture. <laughs>
1: well, well, I mean, I got a cool music. Sound set up,
0: no place to sit, but I got a cool sound set up, right? <laughs> I am excited about getting. I do have a record player that I'll get right. set up and you know be able to play the records and stuff. So
1: I hear you on the books. I mean, I was.
0: It's funny that
1: you bring them. Bring that topic up because I have a ton of books. As we've uh, as we just talked about, I have a <laughs> ton of Hardy Boys books that I yeah. still have because I collected them uh, um, as a kid. But I have tons of biographies. Um, I have all my um, books from school. Actually,
0: yeah, I have a lot of those still too. Uh, and
1: then I have a shit ton of graphic novels and comic books, which I was looking at earlier today and I was like, I fucking got to get rid of this shit. Like, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I'm still a comic book fan, but I don't know. I I can read them and, and they aren't worth shit. This isn't 1986. Yeah. So I don't have fucking Batman number one from nineteen thirty-nine. I have right. like Batman six hundred from nineteen
0: eighty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like millions of other people have too. Right. I and
1: and I have all these hardbacks um I I don't know. I yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I have well, too much like, shit. Yeah, one of my like dreams. One of my dreams and aspirations is actually to uh, um, um, rent a d- dumpster and throw a bunch of shit in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, like I like the books. A lot of those I had when I was still living at my mom and dad's house, mm-hmm. and then I carted them when I bought a house, and then I carted them to a storage unit, and now I'm carting them to this new house. And it's like, how many times am I going to move these things without ever having read them? Right. before I Just like, like, what is the point, you know? And like everything else, like I'm at the bare minimum, you know? So like, I'm, I'm absolutely not cluttered in any way, except for these things that have been in a storage unit that like the m- most everything. I haven't accessed very much in the last five years. Right. You So like I really, a lot of that stuff, I think I really just need to go through and get rid of, you know, and like anything that can fit in like one closet. Okay. I can keep it. But if it can't fit in that closet, then you're out of here, you know, because it's just in, in, And like some of it, like I know I'll go through some of those totes, and I'll be like, "Oh, I forgot I had this." Well, if I forgot I had it, then am I ever really going to miss it? You know, like what? What am I? Why am I keeping this stuff? What? What is? And if it has sentimental value, I'll keep it. If it, but like some polo shirt from 2012 that I haven't worn in four years, (laughs) (laughs) do I need that thing anymore? No, I don't. So. I don't know. I moved it. I, I got most every, I haven't moved the books yet, but I I moved most everything else from the storage unit tonight. So it's just sitting there. So like, I'll, uh, I'll go through and kind of weed some stuff out and get rid of a bunch of stuff this week, but it'll be like, my goal is just to not attain things. Right. You know, like I just don't need clutter. I don't need i don't need stuff just to get it you know so right
1: minimal but, minimal
0: yeah it's
1: better i mean a yeah. clean minimal
0: atmosphere yeah i like the that. whole like what's that chick's name uh, marie Kondo. the whole like you know it has to spark joy if i if i want it right and like the stuff like you know what? what are some old, some old navy khaki pants from two thousand seven? Like why why do I still have those? You know, I I don't need them. So well, it's
1: funny when you go to throw away things, the the logic that jumps in your head, the justification to keep
0: them. Yeah, like, yeah, that's for sure.
1: Last year, I went through my closet and I got rid of a bunch of stuff, but I could have got rid of more. But I was like, "Well, hey, what if this comes back in style? I'm going to be fucking <laughs> rocking it." Or, yeah. you no, know, I, you no, know, I might wear this on uh, this occasion. No, actually, right. I'm fucking not because I still don't right. like. I've got shit where where I b- bought it. And I brought it home, and I'm like, "This just doesn't fit me right. I just don't like right. it." And then I go, and I'm going to throw it away, and I'm like, "Well, what if it fits me better later?" And then <laughs> yeah. I keep it. I mean, I mean, it makes no sense.
0: Yeah. Well, I I did, but see that that was motivation for me because like I had like I love t-shirts and I think in my last count I had like 90 something t-shirts but a good portion of them did not fit me last summer and like I just got tired of my t-shirts not fitting so then like now all those t-shirts fit so I can't wait to get uh, get the t-shirts out of storage and I'm gonna have like dozens of t-shirts that I haven't worn for like four or five years because I was 40 pounds heavier but now like I have gone so now all of a sudden these t-shirts are gonna fit you know so in in that respect like okay i'm glad i hung on to those and i didn't just get rid of them because they didn't fit at the time you know it gave me motivation to get them to fit again but um a lot of that stuff it's just got to go because it just has no place in like there's just no need for it so um the the irony though is that i'm probably gonna load it back into my car to take it back to the storage place to throw it into their dumpsters so i'm not like filling up my garbage cans in my house <laughs> uh i don't know i feel bad throwing books away too you know yeah like, i yeah i feel like i should bring them somewhere or well, something, you know
1: you know what's funny is last summer or last spring um, the Vaporezo the University Law School closed, mm-hmm. and walking on campus, I was walking past that building one day in May, and they had these huge dumpsters, and the employees were throwing away hundreds of books.
0: That's crazy. Like
1: that, and and I felt bad, like, yeah. I don't know, but, like, I don't, I, it felt weird.
0: Yeah, like, like you're, om- almost like you're losing knowledge or something, right? you know. But that, that's, like, the, the opposite of that is, I think, part of the reason that I have all of these damn books, that, like, you know, I thought, oh, just having these will make me feel smart, or having these will make me smart, or something, but, like, if you don't open it and read it there's no benefit to it, you know. So how many of these do I actually need, you know? Um I but but at the same time like what, you know, I can't I can't take them anywhere. The library's not going to take them right now, you know, and r- used bookstores aren't going to take them right now. So if I don't like just throw them away, then they're just going to be sitting in a box in my house waiting to be discarded somewhere so right i don't know we'll see i'm just i'm just happy to get out of the storage unit so i'm not paying and when i think about it it just makes me so angry that i've been paying money to store a bunch of stupid junk you know like how much of the stuff in that little 5 by 10 storage unit is actually like life-changing important stuff you know like i don't know even the stuff from my childhood i opened one bin today and it has like my room contents from like my my room at my mom and dad's house you know mm-hmm. like remember when i was like i went through that big elvis presley phase oh yeah and had, like all these plate this like elvis plate and elvis blanket and like all of this stuff like that's all in there like what am i keeping that for right like I'm, nostalgia is what i'm keeping it for you know but i don't know i'll be interested to see how much i throw away and how much I end up keeping so big change is coming yes all right I think we've done it we've made it through this this is this is high quality hour right here It is. I
1: mean it's a power packed uh, we we have ranged in topic from crackers to the hardy boys to moving i mean
0: old bay seasoning old
1: bays it's all there
0: it's yeah of course maybe maybe that'll be the first spice that i get for the new place is some old bay seasoning
1: old bays yeah
0: i'll see i'll see if i can uh if I can improve on, on your oyster crackers, yeah. Mask.
1: Well, I mean, I have to go back to the drawing board. Maybe it's one of those cases where less is more. But yeah, like I said earlier, when I have Old Bay's fries at like bars or whatever, I just I just want more Old Bay's. So yeah, it, it just made sense to add extra, but maybe not not adding salt also
0: yeah i don't know well at, at some point all of this isolation is going to end and you can you'll you can come over to the new place and we'll record an episode there
1: oh yeah absolutely and,
0: and before you come over i will throw some old bay's fries in the in the oven so like when you walk in your first scent is old bay's that's
1: sauce. what i'm talking about i like that idea
0: <laughs> and we'll see how it goes
1: old bays can't go yeah. wrong yeah. and what else you can't go wrong with and it has medicinal qualities is ling laying ice <laughs> it helped my burning tongue i literally had a white spot on my tongue where where skin just scorched off but i took a nice hearty piece of laying ice and because it's not like home shitty ice it didn't melt instantly <laughs> I had the fucker <laughs> in my mouth for a while, and it feels—I mean, my tongue feels good. So obviously, make your drink happy. But in this case, this made my mouth happy. Laying ice,
0: of course, of course. I—I I was in the store the other day
1: mm-hmm.
0: that shall remain nameless.
1: Okay, but.
0: The only ice they sold was Home City Ice, right? And I wasn't in the market for ice, so it didn't really matter to me too much. But as I, I stood next to the to the freezer, I was just like, man, they, these people don't even know what they're missing.
1: No, you probably Good looked at the, you probably looked at Home Shitty Ice, and it started melting upon eye contact. <laughs>
0: Just that the heat from my gaze was enough to melt it. Yes. That doesn't happen with with, uh, laying ice. If
1: you want crappy ice, home city, it's where it's at. (laughs) But if you want great ice that lasts long, laying ice is the way to go.
0: Do you think a lot of people are in the market for crappy ice? Uh,
1: Well, I mean, home home city has a dominance out there that, you know, I don't think people know better. Okay. They just (laughs) think, okay, well, I mean, it's ice is ice and home, home cities everywhere. It has to be good. And that's just not the case.
0: Well, when, when they are, uh, when more later permeates the culture, everybody will know that, laying ice is where it's at and that home city is just, just the pretender. Oh yeah. Get rid of it. Damn it. Mm -hmm. All right. That's another hour that you spent listening to us. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And, uh, we'll be back on Thursday with, I know you probably don't believe that it can get any better, but I bet Thursday's episode is even better.
1: Oh yeah. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Come back on Thursday. Listen, then, uh, Give us a a five star rating and write us a really sweet, honest, hilarious review and tell your friends to listen and then come back Thursday for more. Thanks for listening.